Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, oh, oh. Love Talk Radio. Hey, everyone. It is Tanya Clark Marinelli, and thank you for joining me yet again. Today is the last day in June. Can you believe it? We're already approaching July. I'm kind of mind blown right now. This year has flown by. 2016, guys, I remember the radio show that I did January 1st, 2016, and it was all about 2016 being the year for shift. And I tell you what, so far, six months later, it has been my year for shift. And... I'm so excited. Like that radio show that I did January 1st, 2016, go back in the archives and listen to it. I gave you guys details, major details on how to set your goals, set yourself up for success, um, how exactly to set achievable goals that you will reach. And I did that, and I am reaching my goals. And I think I'm going a little further than I thought I was, that I even planned to go. So I'm totally celebrating that. And I want you guys to all celebrate. You know, take a look back and, and reflect on where, you've, where you began at the beginning of the year to where you are now and take a few moments and celebrate the crap out of that. I think that we get caught up in life and we miss all of those really wonderful celebrations that or even accomplishments, goals that we've accomplished. And because before, this is the habit people get into, before the goal is even done, we're working on the next goal. And the secret to, mar- to like really manifesting is marinating in it. So definitely step back, take a look at all of your accomplishments so far this year, the last six months, and just marinate in all those accomplishments. So... I am celebrating, you know, having a week full in the Empowering Kids Alternative Nature Camp. We have two weeks in August, August 15th and 22nd. August 22nd is pretty much full. I think we have a spot for one or two kids, and I'm celebrating that. Week one, we have room. So if you guys are on the fence, get in there and enroll your kids because I know that we get completely bombarded with enrollment. Um, close to the camp. So if you want your kids to have this very unique to Winnipeg experience, enroll them today. Um, You know what? Without further ado, we have a really hot topic today. Um, For those of you guys who aren't aware, this show is called Empowering You and Your Children. I'm I'm a single homeschooling, business-owning mom. My son, for the last three months, two, three months, decided to, hey, you know what? I want to try this school full-time. So he went ahead and did that, and I honored that because, you know, I didn't want him to resent me for saying, you know what? It's not a good idea, and this and this and this is why. Rather, experiencing it, I think, is so much more effective. So I, I, I honored what he wanted to experience. He went ahead and did it and said to me, you know what, Mom, I want to be homeschooled again. So, so we honored that as well. And thankful for me, I have a very supportive baby daddy who <laughs> supports my decisions regardless if he understands them or if he doesn't understand them. He knows, you know, we support each other in a lot of decisions, but he really supported me in this one. So thank you out there. And um, so he's back home. And I'm celebrating him for creating that experience because it, resi- you know, it removes a lot of the resistance, right? Um, he would have not resistance, sorry, resentment. He, I could see, foresee him having res- resentment to me for not allowing him to do what he was called to, what what he wanted to do. So, but having being a homeschooling mom. And creating that environment for my kitties and myself, this screen time thing is really a hot topic. 
I said I was saying to Nancy, Nancy is our guest today, but I was saying to her before the show started, I said to my kids yesterday, I think we're going to wrap up all the screens, put them away for the summer, just get rid of them. And uh, they, they were quite scared. They were scared. They didn't know what to expect. So without further ado, let me just quickly introduce Miss Nancy because I want to spend as much time asking her questions as I possibly can today. So Nancy is, you know, Nancy's the author of the book Free Your Child from Screen Addiction. And she is an academic coach who's worked with children in many capacities over 35 years. She holds a Master of Arts degree in Education from the University, sorry, the University of Southern California, um, a coaching certi- certificate from Coach U University. I've heard of that one. Attended countless workshops and read hundreds of books. And she's extru- um, educated in self-growth. Also studied under her mentor, um, a master Waldorf teacher. Come on, man, we don't have those here for the for almost ten years. So, without further ado, Nancy, I'm going to allow you just to hop on and really, really explain. I'm going to invite you to share with all of us, you know, your journey and how you came to be the author of "Free Your Child from Screen Addiction." Welcome, Nancy. Thank you. <laughs> I Absolutely. am so happy to. I'm so happy to uh, participate in this. Um, I uh, the the re- the reason why I wrote this book um, initial inspiration was um, seeing parents struggle, um, and then it sort of evolved into um, me just you know writing uh, basically what I really love, and and um, I mean I talked about this last night in a in a town hall, but as an academic coach, you know, my job is to help kids, you know, improve their, you know, improve their grades, their academic skills. But really behind it, what I've always loved is um, seeing kids, you know, become their best in, 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 you know, in the whole child sense. And really, that's what screen addiction prevents. Um, you know, it's 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 not about necessarily. Um, it's it's not about being against technology at all. I mean, I love technology and what it can do for us. Um, but mm-hmm. this whole thing has become beyond uh, just the tool, something that we use for what we need or what we want. You know, and and some adults are affected by this too, by the way. But um, but you know, it's. Um, <laughs> It's 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 become for many kids um, something that you know causes things like sort of ADHD behaviors. Um, you know, it it affects their their um, their emotional state. I mean, you'll notice kids who are um, who are seriously you know seriously addicted. You'll notice them being more um, short with people, um, kind of grouchy and and also um uh you know lacking of or uh lacking of empathy i mean it's it's sort of i think it prevents uh you know the the full development of empathy that we need to as human beings i mean and and um i've seen it in person in in a lot of kids kids who are really addicted uh, and it doesn't mean that they're not nice kids, it's just that they their their behavior is erratic. Um I've seen kids prefer um to, you know, be on the computer than than with other kids. You know, or I don't know if you've noticed, um but you you'll notice some kids like they'll they'll get together but all they do is play video games with each other. You know, instead of yeah. the way kids play. Um, you know, and so I, I, I know I, I'm going to sound really uh, like an alarmist, but I really don't know what's going to happen in, you know, 10, 20, 30 years from now, what's going to happen to our world. I mean, I, you know, I, my whole argument is like right now, right now, you know, just the way things are in the world, we have 
already existing a lot of misfiring of communication. You know, a lot of people misunderstand each other and then conflict arises and, you know, people are thinking they said what they said and, uh, but, you know, they don't know that they're mis- miscommunicating with each other. Those are like at personal level and then it expands into the communities and then in the world. And if you look at like, if you really look at all the stuff that's happening, you know, everything from the mass shootings to wars and, you know, terrorism and all this kind of thing, um, you know, right, in a grand scale, that's cultures and countries not understanding each other. We're just so disconnected already right now. And mm-hmm. um, and we come from, you know, our childhood, and I think you're actually a lot younger than me, but, like, in our childhood, in my childhood days, we didn't have screens. You know, techni- technology that that interrupted level of desire to communicate with each other uh, or you know, all that stuff. We didn't have that. And now we are sitting in a in a place where um, we still don't communicate with each other in, in the most healthiest level. And I'm not saying everybody, but it's prevalent. So then you take mm-hmm. us now with the screen addiction happening with kids, when they get older, I mean, and then they get older. And, you know, if we don't do anything about this, so, you, you know, what's going to happen to us as a society? And do you know what I mean? Like in the way we connect yeah. and communicate. And, and, you know, I mean, like I had one student, I don't know if I told you about this, but it's like I think this is like such a uh, such an, a picture. You know, I had this one student who, he was 10 years old then, now he's 11. But, like, he invited, he had this, like, crush on this, cute little girl and he invited her over to his house and then he sat her down and I was working with his sister at that time and he sat her down at the table next to him, opened up his laptop and then started I thought he was going to show her something he said a couple of things and then he just kind of stared at the screen doing whatever he was doing and then the girl just was kind of sitting there and then eventually she pulled out her cell phone and started playing you know, games and you know it was like the I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's also like, oh, really, mm-hmm. you know? Well, it makes, so, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So I'm really worried. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm yeah. really worried about where we're going. Um, you know, as is, like, I would, as is, you know, without the screen issue, I mean, like, I would like to introduce you know, um, empathy training, kindness training in schools. Um, you okay, know, and so you're you're but, totally speaking my language now. <laughs> I yeah, I do I do a signature talk, and it's all about emotional intelligence, emotional mm-hmm. intelligence, and and implementing it in in our camp. Right? It's probably yeah. That's basically what the Empowering Kids program is, and of course. I'm a certified life coach, so I incorporate a lot of a, a lot of that. I modify it to for children, right? But yeah, I love everything that you're saying. I completely agree. One thing I just want to add is that I find that the more screen time, right, and it's pretty much what you were saying, but their their inability to communicate, right? They're just mm-hmm. they're not able to like to to really communicate. They zone out. And here's the thing. You know, there's radical unschoolers out there. I follow a lot of radical unschoolers. And Mm -hmm. they promote, you know, honor your child, allow them to do whatever it is that they want want to do, just be there to support them and so on and so forth. So if they want to play video games for eight hours a day, honor that, allow them to do whatever it is. I mean, it's pretty radical. But here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Knowing what I know about neuroscience, it's like, okay, the more you do something, the more of an addiction it becomes. Basically, the stronger the stronger those neural pathways are, right? Yes. And so, so that plays a huge part in, in allowing your children or honoring their want to be on the screen, whatever it is, TV, I mean... TV, video games, you name it. That's that's a that's a total addiction. That's a total um, habit pattern, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And those are mm-hmm. habits and patterns kind of got to break. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. And I would, you know, I would in the same vein ask um, this question because I, I, you know, I've seen some awesome on-screen um, parents. Um, mm-hmm. And and I'll actually talk about that because it kind of goes along lines of what I did. I did sort of a semi-on-school homeschool with my my child until he went to college. Um, but I um, the the let your child do anything they want. Um, if that so, I would ask those parents if your children wanted to eat hard candy as 100% of their diet, would you, would you do that? Would you let them eat hard candy for breakfast, lunch, snacks, every single, I mean, as much as they want? They don't want to eat anything else. They just want to eat hard candy all day long. Would you allow that? I mean, in the same vein, like, you know, would you allow their bodies to intake just sugar? That's it. No, no protein, mm-hmm. no, no, no fruit, no vegetables, nothing. That's all they want to eat. This is what they want to do. What if that's the case? Would you go along with that? You know, I mean, it, to me, it seems like the same concept. If you, I would think that most parents wouldn't want that. The the most unschooling parents, I, I don't know, mm-hmm. would would not just let their kids eat refined sugar all day long, 24 hours a day. And they don't want to sleep. Let's say that. Let's get, like, they don't want to sleep. They just want to eat uh, sugar. I mean, let's say mm-hmm. just sugar. They just want to eat sugar. So um, why, why would you not do that? If you, don't, if you don't want to let them do that with their bodies, I mean, this is their minds, you know, their, their psyche, everything. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It feels like, do you think, do you think that's kind of a similar concept, like, I don't know. I mean, I. What do you think? I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, basically, right? I would. I would do my best to influence them in other areas, right? And yeah. So I, I sought out a food coach before mm-hmm. my kids because I didn't want to tell them no, they couldn't over mm-hmm. certain foods, right? But I, yeah. but I did. I was worried about their health, so I sought out a food coach, and I got a lot from her. And mm-hmm. one thing that I did, one thing that I, I, probably the most important thing that I learned from her was that, yeah, sure, allow them to have whatever it is that they want to have in the house, because of course I was honoring the unschooling as well, right? But okay. have certain things in the house, <laughs> like don't have yeah. the bag of hard candy. You know, don't have the bag of sugar. <laughs> yeah. Have the vegetables. Yeah. Have the healthy snacks. And, and yeah, go to town, guys. Have whatever, you, whatever it is that you want. Mm-hmm. But there are only healthy options. <laughs> so, yeah. That's and and there's mm-hmm. a lot of delicious healthy options. Just, like, just yeah. like, like in life, there's a lot of delicious fun things to do that's beyond just the screen. And so, I mean, I... You know, one mom that I thought was just just amazing and brilliant, she unschooled, I mean, to the complete, she just completely followed that whole concept of let your child, you know, figure out um, what, you know, what they want yep. to do. And she did that with her son. But if you, what she did with her son is this. She, um, his name is Thumper, by the way. But, uh she um like like he decided he was interested in uh he just loved marbles and he all he wanted to do was study marbles for a whole year, so she took that on and she and he let you know they they investigated i mean so there was a lot of active stuff going on with her she yeah. didn't just sit back she she took what he said he was interested in and helped him you know, just research every single aspect of, you know, how marbles came about, marbles came about you know, just all of the different angles. And, and I remember him yeah. excitedly telling me about that. So, you know, so then there's that, there is a, uh, there's still kind of, there is a certain amount of, 
I don't know, guidance. And I, I, I can't help but believe in a certain amount of guidance, you know, the, some leadership. Absolutely. So. Um, I, I, yeah, like that's, that's the thing. Unschooling and homeschooling, you know, when, when people find out that we've done it, it's like their first reaction is, how do you do that? I can't believe you can mm-hmm. do that. Like, that must be such a hard job. And I'm totally blown away by my 11-year-old because he's so self-directed. Like, he teaches himself. I kind of follow his. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I kind of walk around following his lead. Oh, what do you want to learn about? You know, like, he's telling me what he wants mm-hmm. to learn about. The challenging part comes in my with my youngest son. He's so, yeah. like, he's just all about sports. Don't. I don't want to read. I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> so that's more challenging uh-huh. to inspire him. But um, but yeah, I I, compl- I completely agree. It's like fine. You they can learn anything in a textbook, hands on, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Around any subject that they're passionate about. But what happens when they're when all they do is talk about video games and Minecraft and blah blah blah, like. You know what I mean? What what happens when that's mm-hmm. all they talk about? How how do us as homeschoolers or unschoolers influence learning in that in that regard? Um, I what I um, would do. By the way, Minecraft is one program that I kind of I, I well I don't know enough about it. I but um, what I know about it, I actually. I hate to say it. There's some aspects of it that I do like when they're creating, you know, and they're yeah. designing. Because mm-hmm. I've seen some, I've seen uh, some kids do some amazing creative stuff. Um, in fact, I had a student who just used to just make beautiful buildings and things inside mm-hmm. and all that. Um, so one of the things that I would do is to um, uh, uh, shift the focus. So. So it's just like, you know, it, it's just like anything, whether it's food or anything. You know, the more you focus on, you know, don't do this, um, you know, uh, whenever you put a limit on something, um, you know, you just, just take, you know, take a look at yourself. Like when you put a limit on yourself, like uh, you tend to, um, you tend to want those things more. Um, so that's right. one aspect. But the other thing is, you know, because I'm kind of one for organically making changes, right? So um, what what I find most effective in terms of with the screens is instead of focusing on not doing the screens, focus, focus then shifting the focus to what we're going to do. And what I suggest is take the opportunity, take this opportunity to really focus on helping kids find their love, their passion, and yeah, um, and and it's it's so not even about finding something to pacify them. Because sometimes some people do that. They they think that oh yeah, you know, take their attention away, and you know, give them find them something else to do. So it's not about that. It's not about just finding them something else to do. What I'm suggesting is find that true thing. Focus on focus on finding their true love, their passion. Why not, right? Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. um, doing that. Yeah, I. Yeah, I completely agree. That's something that we focus on in the camp as well. You know, there's a there's a few different aspects that we focus on, and and it's. Um, Finding their passions, getting comfortable mm-hmm. enough to vocalize them, because when you vocalize them, it becomes more real and believable, okay. right? Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and reconnecting and getting bored, so they can tap into that creativity, right? Um, okay. So I, yeah, I absolutely love that. So when you say shift focus, right, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, find their passions type thing. How how would you suggest, um, say there's, you know, a mom out there and their child is, all they talk about is video games. And how, what 
what advice would you give to that mom? How do you find, you know, how are they going to find their passions? Do you have any steps that you follow or? Well, firstly, um, so, okay, so here's here's a mom with a child who all they talk about is, is video games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then to me that would be even a more of an urgent sign that, you know, need to do that. So first thing to do is to not um, not uh, in any way make them feel um, sense of shame or negative about talking about the screens. If they talk about the screens, um, you know, just you know, just let it let it be. And then um, there's so many different ways that you can uh, explore. Um, things with them. So, you know, it's um, if you, sometimes you could even start, you know, some of the things, like sometimes what I've done is start with a conversation about screens, you know, and just, you know, talk about the different things, like um, uh, whether it's Minecraft or whatever it is, and then just listen to what aspect that they, they love about that. And then Take that opportunity, that 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 particular thing that kind of stands up for you, and talk about that, and 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 um, so I'm trying to figure out an example. But let's say like they're talking about some design of a, of a room or a house that they, you know, made in Minecraft. Then okay. you know, have that conversation. Then move that conversation about the design and the house and the whatever it is, the architecture take the, that conversation and shift it into uh, the real world, you know, about, I mean, you, do you understand what I mean? Like, um, yeah, so then you could start talking about designs and houses, you know, you know real things, right? So, okay. I mean, and that, do you know what I mean? So, but that's yeah, just for the sure. conversation. Uh, and, but I think that um, in terms of finding their passion, you, you know, I mean, I think there's so many different ways to explore with them. And again, it's an opportunity um, for you to even, you know, find a way to participate. And I tell parents, I mean, there are parents like I've seen who are just extremely, you know, busy. I mean, uh, uh, you know, two two people, I mean, mom and dad both, like, deep, you know, deep in their businesses or careers or whatever, you know, and what I tell them is like, you know, hire coaches, people like me or, or you know, others to to carry this out. You know, this is what you want. You want your child to find. So use every opportunity that you can to find this for your child because it just, okay. the, the consequence of that is so great. And that's, you know, like things like experimenting and taking them to places, reading things with them, and, you know, in, uh, researching with them, uh, putting them in positions where they will be exposed to, you know, things, whether it's, you know, the art or, you know, whatever that is. I mean, there's probably so many ways that I can't even think of uh, that you can expose your child to different things. And you'll see, you know, you'll see, they'll, you know, they'll give you clues or, you can see them get excited. So, what, you know, mm-hmm. so when I say find, help your kids find what they love, um, what I mean is mm-hmm. help them find that thing that, that, that will naturally pull all of them into it, their, their faculties, their creativity, their heart, so that, you know, it's not, you know, you saying, Hey, you know, stop playing video game and go do that. If you have to do that, then you know that's not the right thing. You'll okay. find that when you find that, your child will say, "Hey, mom, I'm going to go do this." Your child is going to tell you that when your child okay. has that. Do you know what I mean? So basically, so if I hear you correctly, uh, you you know, you allow them to to talk about their video games, but in the middle of talking about it, you kind of um, you kind of 
you know, introduce new ways of looking at what they're interested in that has to do with Minecraft, creating a different well, a different conversation with them? Um, yeah, I mean, so I would say start start with a real conversation, you know, being really interested. And so when you're really interested and you're really listening to them, you'll find mm-hmm. some aspect of that that you can – um, you can let that be a starting point to talk about potentially something that they uh, so let's see so I had a student who uh, uh, really did a lot of sims you know the sims game yeah um, where you know and the aspect that she uh, you know, at first I thought it was all about, um, uh, you know, the clothing and girl, you know, the girly stuff. And what I okay. what I discovered, I mean, and this really actually helps me a lot, is that I, I at first I partic- I really participate, and I, I, you know, and that's the only way you're gonna really find out what it is that they love about whatever it is that they're doing is to mm-hmm. engage and, 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 and talk. And if that's where they're at, you know, you at least that's what's worked for me is that I, I you know, and it's also a good way to connect because, then you, you know, you got to, if, if you genuinely, uh, you know, listen and participate and, and try to figure out what's going on with them, it's a way to connect also. So, you know, okay. you don't want to just appease. You don't want to be fake. You you want to actually engage. And you you are going to, if you really listen closely, you are going to find something in it that you could talk about that's not the video game. So one of the things okay. I found about one of my students is that I realized that she's really interested in architecture because she spends more time, you know, architecture designer. I don't know what all the different, you know, career terminologies are, but... Uh, so then I was able to talk to her about, um, you know, we were able to move beyond the game. I mean, the, the not the game, but the computer software and talk about, you know, what it is that she's interested in, what aspect of her. Like she loved, you know, um, placing things, mm-hmm. you know. In, in so, um, so I guess that would actually be interior design. But, um, but anyway, so... Yeah, that would be just one way. But, I mean, there's so many different ways. It's not about following, like, one format. So I guess so if you want to, mm-hmm. yeah. So something about, um, you know, something that I did was my son was mm-hmm. really into Minecraft, and then they were into coding, you know. They were coding their own little, um, I don't know, coding their own video I don't know how you do it. Coding. Yeah. Period, okay? that's, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So that was cool. But what I, what I did was found some big um, cardboard boxes and then mm-hmm. encouraged one of my sons to go ahead and make his own co- Minecraft costume. So um, his favorite Minecraft, Minecraft character and he colored it, yeah. cut it, and you know, kept him busy for quite a while. But here's what I want to ask. Um, okay. I I just got a message in from from a listener, and she's wondering, you know, what if you could talk a little bit about your book? Okay. And yeah, talk a little bit about your book, and um, what are some signs of screen addiction? Um, you know, how much screen is okay? How much is too much? Yeah. Okay, so uh, signs and how much is too much? Yeah. So how much okay. you know how much screen how much screen time is okay and what when what sh- could a parent look for in in you know determining screen addiction? I think that uh, I think that there there isn't a. Uh, Set researched uh, like time for me to like say this is 
you know, uh, <clears throat> the amount of time that's, you know, okay or not. I think that, um, you know, like I, I know that when my child was little, little I, you know, I, um, <laughs> I, you know, I had this sort of a, a rule of like, you know, not any more than an, an hour except that, um, you know, during those days of video games and TV, um, and he didn't know time span, so I usually, you know, stopped it before an hour. But um, uh, but he just thought there was like an hour thing. Um, I um, I think that in terms of how long you do it is maybe based on you know um, how they act. I mean, I. My gut wants to say that, you know, I I think it's best not to go um, an hour a day, but that's even sort of a time that I just, I'm, I'm saying based on what, you know, a lot of people practice. There isn't really a researched uh, information enough to know, like, what is the, you know, the, uh, maximum. I would rather um, suggest that, you do the helping them find um, what they love to do, so that's what they do, and then playing video games because I, I, you know, I, I don't believe in like banning any of these things. Um, you know, if you find, if you help your kids find their passion, something that they love to do, that's not um, video games then playing video games or doing whatever it is with the screens will come more, it will be more at an organic level because they will be, um, you know, they will be obsessed with something constructive. Or, you know, I uh, I, I think that that's the best way to go. Um, and you can see, you, I mean, you... I think we all know, like, you know, just by looking at the amount of time that they um, they spend on it, if, if your children, look, if you're paying attention, you can see that if they're looking like zombies or or if they're actively engaging. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and yeah. that's the thing about, you, you can see. Um, and, I think, you know, if you... I think that when my kids play video games or watch TV... Mm-hmm. They're like yeah. zombies every single time. Yeah. <laughs> right? They're always like zombies. Yeah. yeah. So what there, there are um uh huh. Okay, so I actually want to address the whole signs thing because it, maybe that could be part of this conversation is the the signs of addiction um is that there they will be irri- you know, they are going to be irritable. They you know, they tend to be uh short-tempered, um, and uh, they display things like sort of that looks like ADHD. Um, they're going to be moody. Um, if you ask them to stop and they, you know, they are just more upset than what, like, you, you know, if, if it's such a big deal, um, then you know that there's an addiction. And there's also extreme cases where they are constantly asking for it uh, rather than, you know, doing actual people stuff. You know, like, that sounds funny, but like interacting with people, if they prefer to do that instead of, you know, so the signs, doing something. So the signs of screen addiction are, you know, they they have a short temper, they're moody, um, they're asking for it all the time. Um, they mm-hmm. would prefer to be on screen rather than interact with people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, those, and again, I think if you, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I think you know. I think if you really pay attention, you know. So, I, and then that's, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to follow up with, you know, a lot of parents do know. But their challenge comes in where, okay, well, how do I change it? And that just goes back to what we were talking about. It's like engage in a conversation to begin with, participate, chat with them, and then strategically shift the focus, right? 
and follow through with that. And tapping into their passions, I think uh, you said as well, right? So that, that, those are all fantastic, amazing tools. So I'm just going to review that one more time because this is like really key for everybody out there with mm-hmm. children or working with children who do experiencing experience these signs. Is like they have short tempers, they're moody. When you ask them to to turn it off or whatever the case is, they get irritable. Mm-hmm. Um, asking for it all the time, it's kind of like the only topic of conversation for them, right? And then go ahead and engage, talk, participate, and then strategically shift the focus, right? Um, tapping, in, tapping into their passions. Um, so, yeah, let, like, let's talk about your book. So Nancy has a book out there for all you guys listening, and it's entitled Free Your Child from Screen Addiction. So, Nancy, why don't you tell us, I, I'm assuming it's from your 35 years of working with children and then your experience with screen time, right? Um, mm-hmm. Share with us you know, why you wrote the why you wrote the book and what the book is about. So I um I wrote the book um because I saw parents uh deal with uh the parents who uh are concerned deal with it in a way um that uh are not working. Typically, I mean, you know, when parents are trying to um, take away the the, the dominant, you know, uh, presence of screens from kids' lives, uh, what's mm-hmm. the first thing that they do? What, what do you find? I mean, because you're a parent, what do most people yeah. do typically? What do they criticize, do? Criticize, criticize the video game, um, you know. Uh, tell them they shouldn't be playing it. They're playing it too much. Mm-hmm. They're mushing their brains. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did I pass? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just asking you what, because um, from my oh. perspective, what I saw were, you know, just the, all the different procedures that they follow, you know, uh, you know, it backfires. Um and uh, it's kind of like, you know, what I was telling you about that, that book for pay thing. You know, sometimes we do something because we think, oh, yeah, this is like the quick, the you know, the reward and punishment or whatever it is. But all of these things backfires, and in the end, it doesn't really authentically cure the problem. And I actually hate to use the word cure because, but, I, but anyway, um, so... Um, I, uh, you know, I wanted to offer up what I thought was the most uh, organic way. And I also thought about, like, you know, um, I, and one day I thought about my son, and I said, okay, so, you know, he grew up playing, you know, video games, um, and, you know, I'm a big movie boss, so, like, we watch movies together and things like that. Um and, you know, he was homeschooled, so he had lots of time. Um, and, I, and I thought, well, why, why was he not addicted? Like, you know, he could take or leave it. I mean, he, he loved playing with them. They're fun. And so, you know, and I thought about, like, what is the difference? Um, you know, why was, uh, why was, you know, was it available to him, but he didn't really care, Right. And mm-hmm. and it's not like he didn't enjoy them. So, you know, I, and it got, kind of got me thinking about um, what was present in his life uh, versus uh, uh, the kids that I saw were who were, you know, so addicted. And um, and so I, and, and also, um, you know, I've, all, I've had this feeling of, or that I've always believed that whenever there is a problem, there is, there is a um, there's an opportunity, right? Right. So, right. 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 Yeah. So um, okay. So we have this problem in our society right now: screen addiction, pretty bad, um, and even in adults in some cases. <laughs> and uh, but uh, you know, and I thought, okay, so uh, you know, focusing back on kids, like the opportunity, we have an opportunity to do something that we're not 
we're not doing right now, for whatever reason, most of us are not um, in this pattern of thought that parents uh, can, you know, help kids, um, mm-hmm. you know, find their way. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I have I have somebody who just kind of posted um, a question comment, and I'd like to okay. read it, and I'd love okay. your feedback. So okay. she was just saying that her two children um, are, her and her two children are definitely tuned in listening right now. And okay. she wanted to share that her their experience is that one obsession and addiction can easily be replaced by the other. Right. Okay. Obsession. Mm-hmm. And, okay. So, so they've progressed through Minecraft, Gary's mod, and into quite advanced coding, to the detriment of like homework getting completed. So every time that there's a slight lull in the day's activities, it's like the laptop is a magnet. So while she recognizes that her son is passionate about coding and computer programming, in order to be successful in that field, one day he's gonna he's gonna need to be able to complete school and university first, right? So she wants to honor what he's meant in quotes to do, but there does need to be a balance between growing and you know growing a knowledge base. So and using it as a time filler, destroying other forms of creativity. So. It's a very she she believes it's a very tricky situation. So, what's your feedback for that question? Amazing so, question. Okay, I'm by trying the way. to. Yeah, I'm trying to understand her question. Okay, I think if I am I understanding her correctly that her kids are passionate about coding. Yeah, and, and they're that's actually getting very the, yeah. Okay, and 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 that's getting in the way of them doing homework. Yes, because she, so what she's saying is that it's a very tricky situation because the you know obsession and and addiction is very much can be the same thing. Um, or can it? I'm not sure. I well, yeah, it's it's a fine line, and uh, I tend to uh, you know, and it's it's. Um, okay, so let me. There's a couple of aspects. Um, them being able to do schoolwork. Um, mm-hmm. So one of the things that uh, that happens is struggle between sort of you know maybe even a power struggle that happens between parents and okay. children or between anybody. So. You know, my first instinct is to think that if these kids are so advanced in coding that they're pretty bright, um, and yeah. I I would think that and and um, maybe even strong logic, uh, you know. But anyway, I what I would do in that situation is to have a discussion with mm-hmm. with my kids. And I mean, have a really deep um, discussion where um, there is a understanding, there's a genuine understanding between myself and the child. So, I mean, what the child is going to do, I have absolutely no control over, really. But I would try to understand where they're coming from, what what they're getting, you know, what what's happening with them, and then really find mm-hmm. out what it is that they want to do. Uh, you know, and ask them the questions. You know, what do you want to do? Is this what you want to do with your life? You know, I mean, does, okay. does it sound great to you? You know, sitting and being able to code for a living. And mm-hmm. they say yes. And just further in that discussion of figuring out what they want to do, and then uh, where they want to end up, and then go backwards in discussing what they need to do, and have your child come up with the answers what they need to do, you know, if they want to be a, you know, computer programmer in some big company, wh- what do you think you need to do? And and if they're in advanced coding mode, I would think that they're they're smart enough to be able to 
go backwards and figure out their answers. Let them figure out they need to go to college. Let them figure out they need to get good grades in high school. Let them figure all these things out. Let them come up with answers. And then let them come up with schedules of what they need to do. Do you know what I mean? So you're not telling them. Like, you have to study. You have to go to college. You have to do all these things. But let them find those answers for themselves. And then they'll be self-motivated. Do you know what I mean? That's the best way. Um, And and, and I I feel like uh, kids are pretty amazing at finding those answers. But when they when you let them find those answers, then you lose all struggle because they're gonna want to do those things. Mm-hmm. You know whether yeah, they're true. gonna know. Oh yeah, it's just like um, I don't know with anything in life. You know, right? That's what adults do. We we know that we do things that we don't really feel like doing because it's gonna get us to that thing that we want to do. But somebody, if somebody comes and tells you to do that, it's not so impactful. But if you figure it out yourself, you know, then it's it's better. Then yeah. you're doing it because you're self-motivated. So that's the goal. Um, I don't know. Let's see. What did I answer? Yeah, no, that. Yeah, that. I I believe so. I'm I'm just gonna see if there's a follow-up, but that, that makes okay. sense for sure. Um. Yeah. What what were we going to talk about before the show? Remember, you you asked me to remind you <laughs> that I didn't write it down. What was that? Oh, I think it was. The... <laughs> oh, about you wrapping up Pavetronics for their. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah 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 okay. So uh oh cause. Uh, oh wrap. You know yeah, what? Yeah, putting away the games. Yeah. I, yeah. and, and I, well, I go over this in my in my book too, and you know, in my book there's like a very simple procedure on like what to do, those simple advice uh, or steps to take. Uh, that's really what my book is about, anyway. Just the the uh, very practical step by step what to do. And so, in terms of that, the the um, taking away the the video games uh, thing, um, right? That's what you were talking about you were mm-hmm. um, talking with your children about taking away the video games. So, you know, first thing I would do is to um, to not have that be the issue, taking okay. anything away. I always tell people it's just like going on a diet. Like you, you know what I mean? You, you don't want to go on a diet. At least like, you know, and I think it's a, there's something, there's a reason why our brains are made this way. Like, Every time you put a limit on anything, you want that more, right? Mm-hmm. So that's you, what you, you know, again, it's, it's about in, um, not bringing in attention to the negative presence, but, mm-hmm. uh, but putting focus on something else to get excited about, something to get excited about, something else. Okay. And, yeah. and again, I want to say that don't... Uh, Avoid things that are about appeasing or pacifying or time-killing. None of that. Because, you know, um, that's not a good concept. We want, the, the goal is to help our kids find something that's going to help them produce and create and have, I mean, have, you know, we want our kids, to grow up to be people who are full of lives and full of passion and full of sense of purpose. You know, we want that for all of our kids. I mean, can you imagine if we do that for if every parent focus on that in the back of their mind or whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. have that be that thing, the big picture, mm-hmm. and then the way our, we got our kids are going to be different. And can you imagine what's going to happen 10 years from now, 20 years from now, if we all could do that for our kids? I mean, like, we would have a pretty awesome world, right? It would, it would, it would be like it used to be. <laughs> what's that? Before screen time. <laughs> so Christine what? has a quick follow-up here. Okay. Christine has okay. our, yeah, she has a quick follow-up here. So, 
in regards to what we were talking about, the coding and the passion and obsession, um, yeah, it being a fine line. So when he's meant, to, you know, when her son is meant to be on, you know, doing homework on the computer, if she doesn't like okay. hover over his shoulders, then he's back to coding. So many logical discussions around motivation have been had. However, being passionate about what he wants to do in the future and then having him choose not to place the puzzle pieces in which will lead him to be doing something as an adult that he loves, right? So she's just mm-hmm. like, oh, the struggle is so real. So um, yeah, I get that, and I, I completely get that. So um, we only have a few minutes left, so why okay. don't you tell all of our listeners what it is specifically that you do, what you offer. I know you have this amazing book. You know, can they get your book on Amazon or where can they find you? Yes, they can find uh, the book on Amazon. And just in case they forget the title, they could go to my website and there's a link. And my website is nancyshungyun.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-S. U-N-G-Y-U-N dot com. Okay. Um, and what services do and, you offer? So I offer academic coaching, and it's a little bit like children's life coaching, but, um, you know, parents usually most always come to me, uh, you know, with the study issues. And then, um, you know, then I, you know, evaluate and, and follow accordingly um, to do that. And uh, they always improve their grades. Um, and, uh, but it's, uh, it's not just about the grades in, in, in the long, you know, long run. I mean, my, my goal for them is for them to, you know, find who they are. And mm-hmm. like I said, like what works, what has worked really effectively for me is um, helping them to figure out uh, what they want. And okay, so you basically, along with academic coaching, easy. along with academic coaching, you tap into their their passions, get them to figure out what they're passionate about. You know, is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, I always do. That's that's what works. Yeah, for me. I mean, okay. and. and um, I mean, I've had a, a, a student who was getting, you know, um, D's and F's, and now he's at Carnegie Mellon. And, you know, it's like, um, you know, and, and the way to shift out of resistance is helping them become inspired, you know, igniting sure. the desire in them. You have to take away all the struggle. You can't, you know... Make kids or adults mm-hmm. do anything, right? <laughs> and you don't want mm-hmm. to. So, right. um, so yeah. I mean, it's you know, the, you you're a coach. You know, there's a lot of intuitive process that goes on. You you can see, you know, what's yeah. going to work with each person. And uh, absolutely. But yeah, but human beings naturally want to be inspired. You know, we want to be mm-hmm. inspired. It's fun to be inspired. We don't want anyone to force us to do anything. You know. You bet. So. I do. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so none we of us want to be forced to do anything. What's that? None of us wants to be forced to do anything. Yeah. So we only have about a minute left. So I just want to yeah. uh, thank you for for coming on today and sharing your new book, Free. Um, Hold on here. I don't want to mess it up. Free your child from screen addiction. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So if anybody out there is having any challenges, you know, if your children are experiencing challenges academically, um, Nancy is your man. And if, you know, you want to find out more about screen addiction, you think that your child may be experiencing some screen addiction and you're kind of stuck, you don't know what to do, Go over to Amazon. You can get her her um, copy of Free Your Child from Screen Addiction or go to her website, nancysungyun.com, right? Yes. 
N-A-N-C-Y-S-U-N-G-Y-U-N.com. Check her out there. Um, again, thank you so much for joining me today, Nancy. I hope you have an amazing weekend. You're in California. Oh, it's a long weekend for you guys mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah, so we're it's on a, Friday. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. enjoy your amazing long weekend. You too. Thank you so much for having me on. It's fun. You're good. Yes, I completely agree. So we will talk to you soon, Nancy. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.